Hey, hey, Kenja here from Lion Loft, bringing you a new episode of The Loop, our way of sharing recent golf adventures with you. Today, we're heading to the desert. I'm recounting a trip to Sedona with my partner and her family. I'd never been to Sedona before, so in doing research before the trip, I got super stoked looking at the imagery of the beautiful hiking trails and, of course, the golf playgrounds. Joining me on the podcast today is Chris, who is Hannah's brother-in-law, and Tim, Hannah's dad. Myself, Tim, and Chris have played golf together in Texas, but this was the first time that we played on any kind of family vacation. Tim did a great job in picking out Oak Creek, which is a super fun golf course just south of Sedona. Very well manicured. The staff are great. Everyone's very accommodating. The course played quick. We had beautiful weather. But I won't spoil it all. I'll let the three of us tell the story just fresh after the round. Hope you all enjoy. Sitting here with Chris and Tim. We just got back from Oak Creek Country Club. We're in Sedona, Arizona for the weekend. Timmy, you originally found this golf course for us to play. I did. Did you know anything about it going in or what kind of what kind of stood out to you to pick this this course? No, I, I, I just wanted to make sure we were in the canyon somewhere. And so I Googled it and there was two courses that played along the canyons. And so um, the first one was private and uh, this one was public, so I chose this one. Yeah, I was, obviously we haven't had a lot of great weather in Portland throughout this year so far, so I was really looking forward to getting down here and being in the desert and playing golf. Desert golf was really fun. We played, the course itself wasn't like really a traditional desert course. It wasn't playing super fast, but on the other hand, it was in really good condition. And yeah, I had looked at pictures before. Um, I don't know if you did too, Chris, or if you knew anything about it. What did you know about it going into it? No, I just knew the course architect. Um, which right, Robert Trent. Yeah, yeah, I was really excited about that. He's made a ton of great courses. So you knew you were going into a quality course. And then I, the course was just in great condition, but pretty forgiving for a desert course. Um, a lot of thick rough to catch your ball. So on the way to the golf course, we were kind of trying to figure out what we were going to do. If we were just going to do straight up stroke play or what we thought we were going to do. But we ended up playing Wolf which I'd never played before. Right. So Chris or Tim, you want to give a rundown of, just a quick rundown of how that game well, works? I'll let Chris explain it, but it was probably the worst decision I made because <laughs> I lost the most money. <laughs> no, I lost a lot of money too. I thought I thought the teams were supposed to be mixed yeah. up, but I felt like me and Tim were on the same team every That's hole. Right. <laughs> but yeah, with three people, you had to modify the game a little bit. So it was just whoever hits the furthest shot and the shortest shot. Off the tee off the tier on the same team and you combine their total score and then whoever's playing solo you just double their score and then if the single player wins they get two dots if the team wins they get a dot each and then you just add up the dots at the end yeah i thought it was it's fun because especially with a group of three it's obviously hard to do a team format but we figured out a way and i thought it was super fun and so you know you can always you won all the money <laughs> but yeah it was it was steak dinner soon yeah exactly steak dinner what was tim i'll start with you first what was one thing that kind of stood out about the round about the course anything that kind of stood out to you when you think back on it i know it's kind of fresh we literally yeah, just got done i mean no i was i was really impressed i mean the people were super nice um it's a great course, you know, pretty much every hole is, you know, so scenic and beautiful and it was challenging. I mean, it was, it was, uh, it was a tough course. 
and it was fun because you know we play our club course all the time and mm-hmm. completely different from what we play in Texas. But had a little bit of Texas good. wind there. Not it wasn't too bad, but yeah, we uh, we had a little bit a little bit of wind to kind of. I felt like the whole round. I th- early on, I felt like there were a couple holes that it was really helping us and it made a difference. But then like after. After one of the par threes on the front nine, it was just, I felt like we were just either getting straight in the wind or crosswind, and it was just kind of wreaking havoc. I don't, you know, I mean, the wind definitely was in play, but yeah. not like what we're used to. In yeah, Texas. no, that's yeah. that's very true. <laughs> very true. What about you, Chris? What Anything stood, stood out to you? Yeah, I think round? just the views. Like, I went in with zero expectations, run at some clubs. Um, so it didn't really have high hopes, but like... Cleveland, just Cleveland to... launcher? Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, crazy four iron. It was about yep. six inches thick. You were ready to buy a set after the first few <laughs> tee shots. Yeah. I think mean. if you guys need some clubs, Cleveland launcher. <laughs> um, no, but just being able to soak up the views, and it was absolutely beautiful, like an astonishing layout course. The guy's going to tell you everything breaks away from the mountains, but don't listen to that. Yeah, because there's mountains everywhere. So, yeah, just the absolute, you know, the scene of the course was yeah. amazing yeah yeah that's that's always a classic I, I don't know what it is any golf course i go to in arizona there's always like an older gentleman that's either starter or whoever that will tell you everything breaks to the mountain or everything breaks away from the mountain it's like without fail that for whatever reason they there's just always this guy that says that and you know i think it can be true in some certain circumstances but not all the time but he well, was the best he, advice he gave me was don't have any expectations yeah exactly <laughs> he did that was that, that was, was great that was true that was that was great <laughs> yeah i like just speaking to the the course layout i think it's a pretty interesting piece of property and just thinking about how someone would kind of chart that golf course out on that land is you know because when it first got designed i'm sure it was just you know desert trees nothing so to kind of envision i didn't really think there was really a straightforward hole on the golf course at all which is kind of nice you know it's you always got to think your way through um there was maybe a couple early on but i felt like especially the back nine it was there were some pretty challenging ones. And if the tee shot wasn't something you had to think about, you really had to kind of plot what you were doing um, on your approach shot, depending on where the pin was, so. Yeah, if I could play that course again, I would play it like how you did, Kendra, where you hit iron off the tee. Because a lot of the holes were short. They were like yeah. 300 to 340 par fours, so. And they were tight with thick rough on both sides, mm-hmm. out of bounds everywhere. Mm-hmm. So if you can just put it in the fairway, it's gonna make the day better. Yeah, that was like, and we're, we're at elevation here too. We're at like 4,000 feet, and so we're, we were all hitting the ball about 10, 15 yards further than we normally do. So that definitely helped. But yeah, just like, I just as for as long as I can remember, just desert golf, for whatever reason, has always been some of my favorite golf because usually the weather's good, yeah. the, the air's thin, the you're hitting it far. Awesome. Yeah. So last question, start with you, Timmy. Uh, shot of the day. What was your shot of the day? Putting you on the spot. Well, I, I, uh, I'd have to say the par three. With well, the charity donation we made, we got we have to tell yeah. that story. Yeah, it was just like the pressure was on. It's like I was the worst golfer, so if I had to get on the green, we all had to get on the green. And so it's like I was the first one up. That was a lot of pressure, and I actually got it on the green. So, so and then the pressure mounted after that <laughs> for me because I was just like, oh god, if Tim can put it on, I got to be able to get there. And uh, then uh, you 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 stepped up, hit it on the green, and then I was like, well, shit. So here's the. Uh, I, I, was, I was ready to spend the money. I thought we won a thousand dollars. I know we yeah. were thinking about what we were going to get in the pro shop. So the deal was, 
there was a there was a guy who actually was an Oregon Duck, so him and I bonded, which was cool. But um, he was raising money for uh, veterans and first responders, basically creating this program that allows them to play free golf, which was really yeah, cool. It's really cool. Um, and the deal was we had a, we had three players, so it was um, four shots had to land and stay on the green. Um, so one of us was going to have to hit two, and if we successfully did that. We were getting a thousand dollars in the pro shop. And we elected Kendrick. Yeah, that was <laughs> exactly, exactly. And Timmy steps up, hits on the green, great. Uh, Chris steps up, hits on the green, and then I missed the green by about ten yards. But you got the par. I did get the sandy yeah, par. The that doesn't that doesn't get you any money in the pro shop, unfortunately. But um, anyway, that was that was a, that was a fun part of the round. But Chris, shot of the day for you. Yeah, probably had to be with that wonky four iron that was like a mallet putter where I completely blocked my drive into the fairway across a creek and there were a bunch of there were probably four old guys waiting for me to hit to come back and just hit a perfect draw with that four iron over the trees and put it to about 50 yards from the pin on a par five nice so yeah I remember that. I remember that I'm struggling with my shot of the day but now that you mentioned it, the sandy par the sand shot was was probably my most memorable and par save of, of the day we do we only clock one birdie as a group you got the bird on the six, yeah. 16th 17th hole yeah, it was yeah. Late. super late we all had some good birdie looks but we only converted one but the putting we, was was not the best yeah we didn't we didn't convert many many birdies but nonetheless it was a really fun round glad we got out and played We've all played golf together before in Texas, so it was it was a pleasure getting to get out and play with you guys again. So, thanks for for joining me on the loop. Glad we could all get together. Yeah, yeah for sure. Until next time, maybe we'll, we'll have to watch play again when we're in Texas. Yeah, hope you're down there soon. All right, sounds good. Hope you all enjoyed that conversation. We had a blast not only at Oak Creek Country Club, but we were there for three or four other days, and we filled the trip with hiking. Most notably, Jordan Trail, highly recommend. It's in the north part of Sedona. It's a hike that is both easy in some ways and challenging for just about anyone. The views are spectacular and you really can't go wrong. If you do go to Sedona, the one thing you have to do is the pink Jeep tours and ask for the driver, Tommy. He will show you a great time. We took the pink Jeep all the way out into the sticks. We climbed rocks in this old Jeep it was super fun, bumpy, rowdy. We had an awesome time. Definitely got to check that out. But if you are heading to Sedona anytime soon, feel free to drop me a line. Happy to give you any more wrecks. But until the next one, keep spreading the good word that golf is home.